0: Hello and welcome to the Eminem podcast tenth episode. Look at us, Michael. We're going strong. <laughs> <laughs> look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Thought. <laughs> episode ten. So this one is double digits.
1: Double digits. <laughs> all
0: right. Just wanted to say a little thank you to all those consistent listeners out there. Love seeing that there's a genuine group of people who kind of look forward to hearing our show every week. Um, now, without further ado, let's 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 kind of get into this. What do you say? I, I agree. Uh, let's do what the people want. <laughs> no, <laughs> right, but, yeah, but right, honestly, uh, yeah,
1: honestly, like, just like, thanks to all the people who are like consistently listening, and like, I hope that like it's something that you do want to listen to, and like, we can just keep going and um, like give you some enjoyment out of it.
0: Yeah, uh, he said it right there. Yeah. All right, so let's jump into some current news. First thing up, the death toll has now risen to fifty-one thousand co- with the coronavirus. Is that the worldwide? BBC. Yeah. No, no, the United States. United, United
1: States. States. Okay. I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: So, and the next three and a half million homeowners have reported skipping their mortgage payments this month. That's pretty sad. This is really big news because Congress told lenders to let people know and make that they could make partial payments or even miss payments up to a year if they needed to. But a lot of people are getting told that this is going to result in a major bill when when this is all over.
1: Yeah. They're not going to give you anything for free. You know yeah. that. Like, don't trust that.
0: Next, some states are announcing their end to the quarantine. Georgia's governor said it's going to, be open, is going to open its state up first. <laughs> Georgia's opened their, their barbershops, movies, gyms, etc. already. Uh, I'm actually pretty torn about this because I think it's, it's amazing for small business owners. But at the same time, Georgia's COVID cases are rising, so it's scary.
1: You know, my, my feelings for that is, like, I'm I'm with everybody, you know, we're all sick of this, we don't like it, like, we want to get out, mm-hmm. but, like, the thing is, it's, you know, we've been doing this for a month and a half now, I don't want this, like, be in vain, you know, so, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to have done all of this, you know, going through all this, everybody's been going through being stuck in your house, not being able to go to things and be with people, just to have it, like, have a major setback. Like, relapse, even, yeah even longer uh-huh. as to where like if you just wait another like two or three weeks, maybe like we could go out and it'd be okay. I don't yeah. know.
0: In my opinion, no state is ready. I mean, I looked it up and it and definitely don't think Georgia's is ready. <laughs> so everything's rising.
1: Yeah. Um, and also I saw that uh, Florida opened up its beaches, which I mean, that's a pretty big mistake, I think.
0: Yeah. I mean, at, at the end of the day, if someone wants uh, – for people individually, I think for people at the end of the day, if someone wants to get their ass out of the house and get a haircut, eat out, watch a movie, they can do as they damn well please. But at the, you, you have to be responsible. We're all grown adults. So if you want to do what you want, you can go ahead and do it. But just, just think of the consequences yourself. You're going to get yourself yeah. sick most and likely. Like, <laughs> at, at risk people like who are you affecting? You know, that's yeah. the biggest thing. Uh-huh. And um, if you're, if you're going to be senseless enough not to like, like wipe down things as you go and, and, and cough and then touch something like that's just rude. So yeah, um, putting everyone else in danger.
1: One thing that I, I heard about that, I didn't know this. Um, I was talking to uh, my girlfriend yesterday and she told me about, um, some of the pictures that were released for the, for Florida's beaches opening. And apparently some of the pictures used, like everybody sees pictures like on Twitter or whatever, um, when like it's all of these people like in a mass on the beach, which I'm sure is somewhat true as to what's going on. But apparently a lot of those pictures are actually from last August.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs>
1: that people are using because like they want to, they're like, look at this, look at all these people flocking to the
0: beaches, which I'm sure is happening. Just trying to get they're attention.
1: Just... Uh, so what else is going on with the news?
0: Um, they actually just started human trials uh, for COVID-19 vaccine, but I don't think it'll be ready for many, many months. Honestly, I really don't.
1: yeah i mean any that's good news like i i think that's the only way to really get things back to the way they were before entirely is to have the vaccine so it really is like i mean we need to put like stop drop whatever you're doing everybody get on this this thing thing. right now like (laughs) that's fine to care (laughs) i just i just want to i just want everything back the way it used to be Uh
0: uh-huh so Um, what you got something to say about trump today don't you
1: Oh, I'm going to save that. I'm going to save that. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm going to a little tease here. Um, quarantine protests, though. Um, I think this is so stupid. Like, there's, there's these people out here. Um, I don't remember exactly what state it was, but it's in mul- I'm sure it's multiple states. But uh, they, they have, they're out here in their cars, and these people are out here, like, demanding their, quote, freedom and stuff back.
0: And insane. it's, like, t-
1: tyranny. And stuff that the government is being tyrants by making us stay inside. Um, and I, I then they, people don't
0: get the lethality of uh, of the the virus.
1: I, yeah, I don't really even understand the thought process with that. A lot of times, like I get that we you know we lose some freedom, but I mean, like I don't think we really have a choice a lot of the times. Um, but also, then a couple of doctors and nurses came out and were like standing in front of the protests, stopping it. There was a bunch of pictures of that on Twitter. Hmm. So I don't know. I think it's dumb. And also another thing I heard about these protests is that some of them are real, but some of them, some of the protesters are hired professional protesters. <laughs> that This is true. Like there was an article about Who's it. paying for this? What?
0: It's this happens all out. the
1: time. This happens all the time. Um, it's going to be, it's some group, like for example, supporters of like Trump with the, with the quarantine, keeping, like when it keeps going, that hurts his ratings and uh, possible reelection. So I I don't know all the sources, but um, what the objective would be is to get these protesters out there in support of that administration. And this happens oh, all man. the time with all, and people don't realize it because they look just like everybody else. Um, some of those like some of those like like the women's rights protests, some of like the like Black Lives Matter protests. Like a lot of those are very true and like they're real people processing, but a lot of them. It's it's hired protesters.
0: Well, I think those are for good causes, women's rights and, and black freedom. But when it comes to this, there's this is not really a great cause to be fighting. no I for. know. I,
1: yeah, I know. It's not the same thing. I was just like, it's just you know, the shows that it happens no matter like what it is. But I,
0: don't, you, I understand why people are protesting for those for like like I mentioned earlier, small business owners and people that are losing and, and people who got laid off and things like that. But at the same time you have to understand that this world could be completely like, like, I don't know. Everything could just turn upside down and no one could have anything. We could all be sick and it could be like another black plague for all we know if we, if we all go out to live our normal lives. So I just wish people would be smart about those things.
1: Yeah. But anyway, so, um, in other news, uh, so this, this is the biggest, this is what I was teasing. So president Trump, okay. Uh, at a press conference the other day, I think it was, uh, Thursday, Or maybe it was Friday. I think it was Thursday. Doesn't matter. Point is, he was at his... I think it was Thursday. I think it was Thursday. His annual, like his daily press conferences about the coronavirus. And he says, I- I'm going to, we'll play a clip of this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, he says that he was, um, he was really questioning uh, how we can treat it. Because he says, well, we can, um, we can use like disinfectants, right? That kills it like really quickly. And then I see the disinfectant where it knocks it out. In a minute one minute and is there a way we can do something like that uh by injection inside or or almost a cleaning because you see it gets on the lungs and it does a tremendous number of the lungs so it'd be interesting to check that so that you're gonna have to use medical doctors with but it sounds it sounds interesting to me uh can we can we inject disinfectants into people uh wouldn't that kill it really quick it kind of turns around
0: looks at the doctors like can we do this and they're like, um, no, <laughs> let's, just, let's, let's just inject some Purell into your body. See if it kills everything. Right. Kills yeah. all the diseases. And, qu- <laughs>
1: and he's like, yeah. And, 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 um, he was just like, yeah, I think we, we, we should get on that. We should look into that. I think this is very promising. And I'm like, what are you talking Trump about? The fuck off. <laughs> what are you talking about? Stupid. Um, but yeah, so then like immediately Lysol and like Clorox, all these big companies like tweeted and released all these statements saying like, do not do this. This will kill you. Don't do it. <laughs>
0: we do not condone this at all. <laughs> oh, goodness.
1: Um, let's see. And then also one other um, non-coronavirus thing. Um, Kim Jong-un, the uh, leader of North Korea, has been having a lot of health issues this past Probably week. Probably the coronavirus. I mean, hopefully he dies because that'd be great. (laughs) Um, But I mean, like he's a terrible person, uh, completely suppressing all those people living in that like terrible area. Um, I don't know what happens if he does die. I know that I I saw that the United States has a contingency plan if he does, um, because I don't know who, who uh, will take power. I don't, uh, it could be somebody worse. I don't know. But I mean, of course, Trump's like, I hope he does better, blah, 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 because they want to have a like, good relationship and stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, terrible person. That'd be completely fine if he was no longer around, probably make the world better. But moving on, uh, what, what are you doing next, Mike? <laughs> We're
0: going to the fast facts, baby. All
1: right, flying in here. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, this, is, this was surprising when I found this. Alaska and Hawaii both have the same record high temperatures. And it, the, that record high is 100 degrees. They've only reached 100? Oh, I guess it's, it, I mean, it is Alaska. But Hawaii. But I mean, Hawaii? You know, you, you think that's, that's got to be false. I, I've heard this before, like that it doesn't really get that hot there.
0: Huh. i has been, so I, I can't tell you. But
1: it's interesting. I'd love to go to Hawaii.
0: Oh, me too. Let's take a trip. Um,
1: yeah, let's just go. Like, probably like $5 <laughs> right now. <laughs> We're going on a
0: trip in our favorite rocket ship. I, mean, I, don't, I don't even think little those lines are, lines are running right now. I know. All
1: right. What, 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 tell me about yours.
0: All right. So according to some engineering students at Purdue University, it's officially, it officially takes 364 licks to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop. Now, I don't know if you remember those commercials when, when we were kids, but that owl boy, that, that the, the, the owl, the little boy, such classics.
1: Mr. Owl. How many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of a Tootsie Pop? A good question. Let's find
0: out. Who was. <laughs> I, I, feel, I honestly feel bad for those kids who weren't born uh, at that time, like, or being born today, because those are those are some classic commercials.
1: I remember seeing that. Um, yeah.
0: How many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? The world, the may, world may never know.
1: <laughs> but um, honestly, though, like, how do you. You said it. What. what this
0: was at a college. that studied yeah. This honestly, this 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 must have been an excruciating study. Like, could you imagine sitting there having to lick a sucker once at a time and record every <laughs> single lick? Couldn't be me, dude. Okay, but look, what defines a lick?
1: You know, that's that's my what you, question. What do you mean a lick? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, I mean, that's a big question. Like, is it like but a lot of people don't actually lick lollipops? Oh, I, I, like, I don't, but like the whole I mean, like, like nah. is a lick? So you know, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like, like. That. You guys and should like have seen it, the way you just did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like,
1: I don't I don't know. Like, I, I, need, I need to see the what the variables are in this experiment.
0: <laughs> okay. Is this like
1: their senior seminar? Like, this is like their, <laughs> what they write their thesis about. Like, yeah, I studied like cancer. I studied like uh, the human body. I said like, yeah, I figured out how many licks it takes to get to the center of the Tootsie Pop. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's going to fall into the human body category. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Second one, hit me up.
1: Okay, so there are whales that are still alive today in 2020 that have been alive since Moby Dick was written in 1851. They're bowhead whales off the coast of Alaska and they live to be over 200 years old.
0: Oh yeah, whales live a long
1: time. But isn't that, like, think of, I mean, the reason why Moby Dick's important because, like, that's about a whale. So technically, I guess, like, I've never read the book because, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, (laughs) But anyway, like, it, you know, theoretically, whatever the inspiration for the whale in that book could still be alive.
0: That's have crazy. you uh, have you seen the the documentary Blackfish? No. About SeaWorld
1: uh, No. I've, oh, well, actually, that's that, that brings me to another point
0: but yes. SeaWorld to me is a trashy company and they always will be the things they did to those whales was freaking horrible and the way and they try to blame it all on the whales because of like it, because of them killing people and stuff like that but at the end of the day SeaWorld treated them like they were jail like they were in jail like they had them in like pins like literally like this as like your college dorm room all the way down to like the bottom of the seafloor or whatever and that's what they had to swim in it was terrible they couldn't move a muscle and then when they get out it would only be for shows and stuff or to be yeah. fed or to get their sperm to be like m- to breed more like it was terrible so SeaWorld um, sucks
1: the thing is with SeaWorld I actually have a special connection with SeaWorld because uh, what year was it I, if I would have known I was going to talk about that maybe I'll talk going more depth about this another week but um, because eventually we're going to run out of stuff to say with, if this quarantine doesn't lift. So I'll just start telling old <laughs> stories <laughs> <laughs> telling stories now, but honestly, what was it? Um, I can't remember the exact, I was little, like probably like maybe eight years old, seven. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at SeaWorld and if you've ever been there, um, there's these like huge lines outside like the, the stadium that you go in and with me, it was me and my mom and dad, we were just out there on vacation and some random guy comes up to us and says, do you want to be in the show? And I was like, uh, I mean, I guess, yeah. And they're like, all right, you know, if you want to be it, you like, and I'm like, why me? They're like, we just randomly select one person out of like everybody, and they just randomly picked me. So I got to like go behind the scenes with like all the trainers and go back with the whale, Shamu, mm-hmm. and like see all that stuff. And like, and then they, during the big show, like with the packed like arena, they bring you down in like the main area, you're on the camera, like on the big screens, and like they ask you, like, what you want to be when you grow up and like a couple other things. And you get to be down there for part of the show right next to the whale. And they gave gave me like a hand carved like whale tail necklace.
0: Yeah. I remember going down there when I was a kid and watching the show, thinking it was so amazing. I mean, it really is cool what they can do and stuff like that. But at the same time, you got to look behind the scenes and see what's really going on. I remember like their stocks and everything just dropped, plummeted to the ground and everything after this like whole scandal blew up and it should stay down. Yeah, they're still, yeah, they're still yeah. okay. Which is annoying, but all right. Whatever. Give me your last one. Last one. All right. The Mister Potato Head was the first toy ever advertised on TV. You guys know from the from the movies Toy Story and stuff like that. <laughs> it was first advertised in 1952, and this is interesting to me because I love Mister Potato Head. He's the funniest in, in Toy Story. It's Mister Potato Head to you. <laughs> it's Mister Potato Head to you. You backstabbing. Murderer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So one that is pretty relevant in here, at least for JMU students, and I think most college students around, it would be within the a few-week window. So it should have either just happened or is about to happen. And that would be enrolling for classes and the nightmare that in, that
0: involves. Yeah. Um, so I know you got a rant. So I'll let you go. Yeah, I'm just going to rant here for you guys. Uh, enrollment for me every single semester, every year is such a process. Like I'm nope. a communication studies major, double monitoring in film studies and sport communication. And now with that being said, I also play football for JMU, which everyone knows pretty much. This means that I have a restriction on the times that I can take classes and during the days and stuff like that. And because of this restriction, I'm usually left begging professors to let people, let, let, let people like me into classes and, and, and stuff like that. just not getting into them and, and doing the class that I want, et cetera, and stuff like that. But the thing is, it's not all about football. It's not, it's not all about football. It's not football's fault. Communications is one of the biggest majors at JMU, and they offer so few classes. Like with yep. sports communication as well, they're only offering two classes next semester. And I, and I can only take one of them because of my football schedule. Now with film studies, they never offer anything. JMU hasn't even put those classes up on, on my Madison yet. And the catalog says that they're offered every fall and spring. I could really sue them right now. Like they're messing with <laughs> my graduation. Like I pay money and I needed to take these certain classes to get my, my minor like fulfilled. And I can't even do that. So I'm gonna sue your asses. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah let me know how that goes <laughs> um but honestly like i'm right there with you because the thing is with me um what are we we're juniors right now yeah juniors like we have one year left school. so have coronavirus enrolled, we've been a enrolled big chunk out we've enrolled what uh eight times is that two, right it's just, two times per semester something like that the point is six
0: this is our seventh
1: okay seventh. all right so basically the reason why i bring that up is because i think i've not had an issue like a major issue in enrolling like once or twice out of all those times and it was still difficult um i've never had an easy enrollment time it's never just been take these classes boom in the cart and it's in yeah it's never been that easy for me and like whether and it's for different reasons like the worst ever for me was um back in my sophomore year, like, I mean, I was like proactive. Like I did everything I should have done. I was like a good student <laughs> because what I did is like ahead of time, I set up a meeting with my advisor. This was my communications advisor back in the day. I've had, I've had, get this eight freaking advisors in my time at JMU. Can I you have, believe like, that? I have currently <laughs> like, yeah, I have, I don't even know how many I have. I literally just emailed one the other day and I said, I think you're my advisor. I advisor and if you're not you were at some point. So i'm just see if you can answer this That's literally what i said in the email <laughs> well you
0: were double majoring and then you had a minor so you got three advisors right there and then you and then you have probably advisor for uh what is it the the breeze thing or whatever so i don't, I don't know maybe not well,
1: no these are all academic advisors but so you have um, three
0: from the two majors and then the minor but when like for me i have i have three because of my major and my two minors and then yeah. i have another one for Athletics, and then there's a there's one more. I don't know where it came from, but on my Madison, so I have another one. <laughs> yeah,
1: but anyway, back to so I, I set up an appointment ahead of time, right? Like, and they like I bring my laptop in there. I have everything in my shopping cart that I need for enrollment, all this stuff, right? It's the day before my enrollment, and I go in there. I go into his office, and I say, um, "He's like, yeah. So, what are you in here for?" And I'm like, um, "I just really want you to look over my schedule, make sure that like everything is good, so tomorrow morning when I get up for my enrollment time, I don't have any issues." And, like, if there's any kind of prerequisite stuff that I need to know about, let me know and I can mm-hmm. fix it. Or, like, you can give me an override or whatever. So he looks at it. He's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is good. Blah, <laughs> blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, Okay, cool. Yeah. So I need to change anything. He's like, No, 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 no. I'm like, Okay, okay. So get it all worked out. I leave, right? Go back. I'm like, This is great. You know, all I got to do is get up in the morning, set my alarm, press the button, and I'm good. <laughs> I get up the next morning. Turn it on, I think my enrollment was like 7.30 in the morning. Get up, get there on the laptop. As soon as the clock ticks to 7.30, I click enroll, right? 5 I'm trying, trying to take five classes, five red X's, five denies. Not one class went through, and that guy told me it'd be fine.
0: Can you believe that? That is horrible. You should have called the registrar and been like pleading your case. <laughs> Holy crap. I know. Literally,
1: I immediately called
0: him, and I'm uh-huh. like, like, dude, like, what the hell is this? You know, and he's
1: like, oh, well, I don't know. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't know? You're the advisor. This is literally your thing. Like, that's your job. And he's like, "And he, so I'm telling him what's going on. And then I tell him what the reasoning, you know, they tell you some BS description of why you can't enroll in it. And I'm like, and he's saying, well, uh, basically, he, basically, I don't know his words. It's been like over a year ago. But he basically was just saying, well, I don't know what to tell you. Good luck. And I'm like, "What the hell, so literally I went through and I just enrolled in some random classes just so I have something so you, yeah, as a placeholder, and as I get the ones I need, I would drop and then like or swap you know what yep, you're supposed to it. swap, don't drop <laughs> um, that's what I tell you, but anyway, so literally like i that messed up my I, honestly like I still feel the repercussions of that because
0: literally same
1: because literally that I think I only was able to take four classes that semester and only two of them actually mattered. The others were just filler and those classes weren't even easy. I just had to take them to be a full-time student. Yeah. And it like, it was such, it's such a money-making gimmick. Like let me, cause all the prerequisites, that's why I couldn't do it because I wasn't fully admitted in the major or like I have to take this class before I take this class and they wouldn't override me mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And that happened two semesters in a row just because I was like advanced and I came in with like credits from high school. So like I didn't have to take as many like, uh, Um, the cluster gen eds and some other people. So it set me, I was ahead, but actually put me behind, wasted my time. You're still paying for this stuff.
0: Yeah. Back when I was in the college of business, my freshman year, I was like, I I talked to this advisor for the the actual academic side, not my athletic advisor. I should have gone to my athletic advisor didn't know what I was doing as a freshman. So I call my, actually call her my academic advisor for business. And she's like, all right, you want to select this class, this class, this class? And And she was like, just laid it out for me. I was like, this is amazing. I don't have to do a dang thing. Like help me find these classes, get all the classes in my cart. I'm like, I'm not arguing at all about the professors because I had no clue what rate my professor was and all that and I'm a little bitty freshman or whatever and then I go into my first week of this of this thing and I'm just like this is hell this is like the worst thing like I could I don't understand what kind of classes would be worse than these and that semester has haunted me ever since being at JMU it's been horrible like to set me up for failure it really has I've been grinding ever since
1: and the thing is uh, that gets on my nerves is it's like, you know, it's these people's jobs like to help you. And I get that, you know, you're not their only person, but like, you know, it's, it's not only just them. JMU sets it up to like, it's, it's all because they, they want you. I don't care what they say. They want you to have to stay an extra semester or take one more class <laughs> because, because
0: that's more money.
1: Like that's what they want.
0: And Lord knows they need it.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, I don't know. It's just, it, it drives me insane. And. Oh yeah um like the thing is too with with the enrollment is it's like like every time like and here's the thing i challenge our listeners to something come to me i want i don't care how you reach out dm me on twitter instagram like snapchat if you got me on there the website whatever (laughs) tell me a positive experience that you've had while trying to enroll for a college course Oh, I want to hear. Please,
0: please reach,
1: and, out. and we'll read it on the them.
0: website. We will we'll read we'll, them. We'll read them out loud. <laughs> God
1: dang! Don't expect any content next week because <laughs> like, I, I swear I, I'm serious. Like, please let me know. I'd love to hear a positive. I've never heard one.
0: No, there's so. there's not going to be much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't All right. have one. Let's move on to some sports news, baby. <laughs> okay. Sorry, right, So the NFL draft just happened. That was a big thing yesterday, last night, the day before. Um, still going, still going on. Yeah, it is. Right now as we speak, I, saw, I just looked up on Twitter. I saw a couple of people get drafted. Um, the guy from, from um, Rhode Island, FCS player, got drafted. The receiver we were talking about a few episodes back. I think was yeah. his name is Isaiah Kotler. Um, he just got drafted to the Houston Texans. Nice. But anyway, notable draft picks. Joe Burrow went number one. Oh, um, man,
1: Joe Burrow, let's the go. The
0: Bengals. <laughs> 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 and then uh, number two, Chase Young, Redskins. Let's go. Let's go, Skins, baby. Hail to the Redskins. <laughs> we should have the best player in the draft. <laughs> hey. uh, uh, oh, Tua. Uh, Tua. Tua, we're moving on. Tua got drafted to the Dolphins. <laughs> He's like, ah, I'm moving on. <laughs> Tua got drafted to the Dolphins fifth overall. That's actually a little bit surprising because we were talking about it before, um, last episode with, with Paige, talking about how uh, he was projected by Mel Kiper to go to, the, to your team, Pittsburgh, right?
1: No. Or was um, that, 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 that Jalen? Uh, Jalen Hurts. Where did, He went to
0: – Who was Tua going to go to then? Where was Tua?
1: He was protected to the Dolphins.
0: He, oh, he was? Okay. Yeah. Got the it. The
1: Finns. Yeah. Oh. Um, but, yeah, I, um, I don't know. I think that I, – I honestly don't know what to expect. I saw a, a statistic that they showed. The Dolphins, s- since 2000, the year 2000, when Dan Marino retired, yeah, they've had 21 different starting quarterbacks.
0: Yep. And so I guess he's number 22 and they passed up on, uh, drew breeze, which has been haunting them. And then he goes <laughs> on to literally set the world record for, for a touch or what is it? Throwing yards in a in everything, a career, everything yeah. so, in the NFL, yeah. but, um, that it's about time they, they, they circled around and drafted a QB first. So,
1: yeah. So, um, um, but yeah. And one thing that I saw interesting talking about, like, um, you said you mentioned Joe Burrow, but Joe Burrow went to the Bengals, of course. Um, and then so LSU had a big, big draft night because um, Joe Burrow, of course, went number one overall. Mm-hmm. Clyde
0: Edwards Hilaire, who was their running back. Oh, he's so good. So much respect for that guy and how much he's been doubted. Yeah, because he's he's smaller and yeah, like, he always got so a bunch smaller. of hate for that. But
1: like he's always been like proven. Like, but he's a
0: beast. Like, if you. Yeah. Just,
1: no, he's yeah, very good. That guy was amazing. He got drafted in the first round. Last pick in the first round by the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. which is cool. That's a good, I think he's a good fit there. I think that he could be used there. Yeah. And then um, another one is Justin Jefferson, a uh, wide receiver out of LSU. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he went to the Eagles. And I, th- I think I saw that this is the first time, if not in history, in a very long time, that um, one school, LSU, had three, had a quarterback, uh, wide receiver, and running back all taken in the first round of the same draft.
0: That probably is the first time. Wow. That's pretty cool. That is.
1: I mean, it's, it's one of the, the, the national championship team by them is thought of as one of the best, if not the best teams in college football history. Mm-hmm. So yeah.
0: proven, proven, proven. It, it really, but it really is though. When you think about like the campaign that Joe Burrow and his teammates had, like they all rallied around that and just like out of nowhere decided that they wanted to be the the beasts of the NCAA, like the years before, I mean, LSU has always been good, but like they haven't had that run in a while. And that just all came, all of them came together and just, you can literally name them off the top of your head, probably at how many amazing players that they had just all come together and be beasts. And and a
1: great coach, great coach as well. I really like him. True. Coach O. One thing I noticed with the draft, uh, one more thing to touch on is I I don't, I mean, people are gonna have differing opinions about this, but um, the one thing that kind of got on my nerves was, I like the draft came on at eight, so I tuned in at eight. And like, I get on there, and for the first 20 almost 30 minutes, all it was was like COVID 19 stuff. And like, I get that they have to address it, like, and blah 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 blah. But I mean, like, well, everyone's bummed, they're like, we got to be virtual on this. Like, I can't take your hand, I can't get a jersey pick, but I mean, <laughs> you can't get away from it anymore. Like, people go to that, like, as a kind of for a distraction, like, okay, we finally have real sports it's not old sports it's not some made-up sport this is it's not virtual this is real it's like
0: i'm sure like more people cared about the draft this year than normal because oh yeah there are people that i've seen watching this show that i know that never watched the draft before
1: yeah and because it's real sports going on and like you know it's just kind of it's just like just get on with it like we don't we know it's bad we know people are you know dying we know that it's a bad situation just can we can we just have the draft (laughs) i'm not gonna lie though it it, it was
0: a little weird seeing um seeing roger goodell there like virtually like like announcing the players it was so weird to me and not having you because then you get like like those videos of other players like posting on twitter how they walked across the stage and it's like ooh, that's weird
1: (laughs) do you know what was the player's name he like snatched that phone out of his girlfriend's hand that was like i
0: I don't know but i saw it (laughs) That was hilarious. Like, and he, he tweeted it. He was like, "Y'all need to chill." It wasn't even like that. <laughs> <laughs> I saw uh, also like Chase Young was looking like the predator out there. Like, he had the glasses on and everything. Like, he when his fa- like his family was getting all excited, or whatever. He stood he stood right up and looked crazy. As I was like, "This guy looks crazy. <laughs> What's <heck's> going on?" <laughs> you see, like, uh, you're inside. Take the glasses off, big guy. Tua's <laughs> family was wearing like their
1: like ceremonial lays. You know, I'm talking about like the thing on, around their neck.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I thought it was funny too because he like opens up the opens up his jacket and you see like design. I'm like, all right, chill out, dude. Chill yeah, what out. was like, that? I don't even like, know. I think what it that was, was like pictures of him playing and his was in it? his in his shirt, like something like that. I think it was. That's what I, I think. That's what I saw. But it's it's like chill out, guy. Like you, we we all know you're about to make millions. Calm down. <laughs> you can you can just post that on your wall or something when you get when you when you buy a house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's a move on from the, the draft. <laughs>
1: um, one big thing that's really going on, because I mean, if anything is going on right now that's not you know COVID, mm-hmm. then people are going to latch on to it. And um, a documentary called "The Last Dance" yeah is um, being released two episodes at a time, and it's about um, the Bulls, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan and the Bulls, and um, it's specifically it's about their last championship win, the sixth one. Mm-hmm. and um it's a, he had like unprecedented access that's a quote from it like that year they had all kinds of cameras so they have crazy footage and they're it's a 10-part series airing on espn it comes on sunday nights and i, th- I think it's it's they do two episodes a time i can't remember exactly the time i should have looked it up it's either seven seven o'clock or maybe it's nine o'clock it, either way no biggie um, yeah, but I mean, in case somebody wanted to watch. Yeah. But, um, but anyway, I highly recommend it because, I mean, I like basketball, but it's not, like, my favorite sport by any means. Same. Um, I, like, love I, fi-
0: good, I love a good uh, March Madness, but I yeah, don't same. Really watch a full yeah. season of NBA at all. No, me either. I have a ton of friends that, like, love the NBA, and it's, like, their I, favorite I, thing. I but, know. I, I don't understand it. Like, how can you watch a bunch of meaningless games? Like, none of those games mean anything until the playoffs.
1: <laughs> I, it is. Yeah, I like the playoffs. But anyway, the point is, even if you're yeah. not a basketball fan mm-hmm. – um yeah, it's like, very interesting, exactly. very interesting um and the the three and four come out this this weekend, so yeah, I gotta tune, get on definitely that. tune in recommend, yeah, um, let's see what else here Gronkowski, uh, yeah, what's up with Gronk?
0: <laughs> he's in tampa now this is hilarious literally tom is trying to build a one-hit wonder dynasty with the bucks right now like we'll see if it pans out but people are saying like all over the place now that they're they're a lock to go to the super bowl now because of Uh, Gronk and brady and this is so far-fetched and unbelievable like i saw this in like the top page news or whatever of usa today or something like that i don't know what it was but i was like what the hell you're freaking crazy if you think you're gonna go to the super bowl off these two players like tom brady's great gronk's great but gronk gets hurt every Every game. So don't expect yeah. them to go that far. So
1: I tell you what, they better have a good offensive line. I don't know much about mm-hmm. their line, but yep. if Tom Brady doesn't have a good offensive line, he's going to get hurt. Nothing.
0: He can't do a thing with his legs. So I. Yeah, I, he, can't, I, he can't run around. Everybody needs an offensive line. <laughs> but that's um, got to be something that he's thought about and talked about. So. Oh, funny thing um, about Tom Brady.
1: I just saw this yesterday. I should have I wrote it in here. Um, but it, well, he was down in Tampa like a week or two ago. And he was, he was supposed to have a meeting with one of the coaching staff people. Uh, I think they're like offensive coordinator or something at their house. Well, he doesn't know the area yet. So he thought that this one house was the assistant coach house, but it turns out it was just a regular guy that lived next door to him. And he walked right in. He didn't like ring the doorbell or anything. He just walked in the house and he like set his bag down and he looked up and he looked at the guy and he goes, is this not the right house? (laughs) And, and guy like, like, I don't give
0: a shit where you are. You're Tom freaking Brady. Like, I know,
1: and he's like, and he's like, he's like, no, I guess not. And he's like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And he like grabbed the bag and just like ran out. Like, <laughs> he, he's, the guy said, I've never seen somebody leave a house so fast.
0: I mean, I'll tell you what, he he, he if you got Tom Brady in your house, you're not going to be mad at all.
1: <laughs> no, he said he was super nice. Like, but I'd be like, I mean, please, like, let's take a pic. Like,
0: you want something to drink? Like, the least you could do for him. you just walked into my house. Yeah, it's, it's cool. <laughs> Another but, um, thing uh, I heard: Julian Edelman unfollowed Tom Brady after he saw Grant get traded. That's funny. Interesting a little, yeah. little drama going on. I know a little drama. <laughs> Watch him end up there. He's gonna end up. I know. I was like, he's definitely gonna
1: end up there. <laughs> I saw like somebody like photoshopped a symbol of like the Patriots logo, but like they put like the. Um- the buccaneers like colors and stuff on it because they're
0: like That's yeah. basically there's been a lot of fake like, stuff going on lately like I, I i saw the the cam newton thing to the patriots there was another one uh, I, I can't who, who else uh, was there? there was another one else who got like it was really blown up and everyone was just like what 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 does happen and then didn't turn out to be true and i'm like bro yeah. stop with the fake pictures and photoshop stuff like it's getting annoying yeah um
1: one other quick little thing here with sports that i want to hit on um something called peyton's places and um it's peyton manning and. Um, he, it used to be only on ESPN Plus, so I'd never seen it before. But I think with ESPN's ratings down, they needed something to fill the time, so they start putting it on regular ESPN. And it's really cool. Like I highly recommend it. It's like a half-hour show, and um, Peyton Manning he just goes around and uh, interviews people from like the NFL uh, about anything. Like he did one with Tom Brady. Uh, he did one with like Brett, he did one with Brett Favre. Uh, and then he'll do it like on certain things, specific things. He'll do it like on um, how there's like no fullbacks anymore, or mm-hmm. like Super Bowls or something. He just, he says he just wants to go through the hundred years of the NFL's history just by interviewing people, and it's yeah. really fun. And like he's he's actually pretty funny, funnier than I thought he was.
0: So I recommend.
1: What else we got here?
0: One week of classes left.
1: Thank God. End it.
0: I'm done. I'm so pissed off about this like rest of the semester. Like I have so much work. I have I literally these exams are literally gonna kill me. I have one class where I have to write a 13 page paper with 12 sources. It's absolutely absurd. It feels like our research class all over again that we had last year, bro. Like I'm done. Awful. It was terrible. Like finding these sources, making sure they're completely written out correctly from scratch. Like I'm done. I I don't want to do any more work, especially online. I'm sick of it. I also have a math and SMAD class where I have cumulative exams. they're going to beat my ass. Like I'm literally so screwed.
1: Yeah. I I just, it just ended. It's just, it's just like agony. It's like drawing it out. Like nobody wants to do this anymore. The professors don't want to grade the stuff. The students don't want to do it. Just like get, just end it. Like I'm so sick of it. And now we got like final stuff and like paper. I got a paper too. And it's just like, I'm so tired of it. Like I literally have no motivation to do this anymore.
0: Just, just God literally every day this week, I'm going to be writing up. I'm going to be writing for that paper. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: a couple other things here. Uh, (laughs) this is kind of funny. So, club penguin um, i feel like a lot of people probably played that at some point in their childhood what we do again it's a, it's on, it's not even a video, it's on like it's the
0: a computer com, yeah computer like, game. it's like those, one of those games you'd play when you're in class supposed to be doing work and then like you're like going <laughs> to the unblock sites and you're just playing games all day <laughs> um, i this was like my life in like first grade or something like first to second
1: grade all my friends played it i played it you can like you know buy things for your igloo and make stuff <laughs> anyway like that game actually was like um, <laughs> Like it was taken down a long time ago, but they did like a rewritten version. But anyway, I saw a bunch of my friends on Snapchat playing it and I'm like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to get on. So I made like a new account and I got on there and like started playing and it's pretty cool. Like, it's fun. Like, I don't know if you have nothing to do, like get on there, like add me, add my penguin.
0: (laughs) I'll tell you my top three games to play in high school when we were on our computers. One, number one, Running Fred. Until it got blocked, that game was amazing. Absolutely awesome. Number two, Parking Mania. I could sit on that thing and just park cars that. all day long. <laughs> it was like the time I didn't have my license. So I'm like, I'm just living the dream. Parallel parking. <laughs> and <laughs> then number three, Papa's like burgeria or something, just making burgers or hot dogs or or pizzeria, whatever it is. That stuff was awesome. Dune Buggy. Remember that one? Uh, you ever played dune buggy i probably played it that was that was mine dune buggy (laughs) could you like customize the cars
1: and stuff no 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 it it was uh on miniclips.com yeah 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 that that was the site to go (laughs) yeah um i got another i'm trying to throw out some shows here for the people you know what i'm saying like like i'm trying to help you out now i know a lot of you don't have anything to do money heist
0: amazing show get on it guys like uh, it's a little it's a little awkward because the the voice sounds are different like than the than the because it was made like in France or something like that or whatever so they're speaking another language and they convert it over to English so the voice like the set, the lip syncing is off but it's an amazing show like, you guys will be that great. would drive me insane I watched the last whole season in a day amazing uh-
1: um, once, one I recommend this now, no one's going to watch this because of the format, but I like it. Um, it's, <laughs> no it's not on Netflix. It. Let me just it's not, it. <laughs> it's not on Netflix. Well, it's just because like people our age never do this, but it's not on Netflix. It's not on Hulu. It's only on like cable television or like satellite or whatever. It's on CBS, um, wow. it airs every Wednesday night at nine o'clock. It's called seal team. And it's about like, like, you know, like the seal teams, um, and it's this one specifically Bravo team, and they uh, it's just like it follows the same characters like each week, and they do these like operations and like it's it's a really good show. It's like it's basically like an action movie, but like every week for an hour, and it's it's pretty cool. Like I recommend it. I've been watching those each week, and like I recorded some old episodes, so I've been watching those. I recommend it.
0: One thing I like about coming home is like you can record shows. Like when you're at school, you have yeah. the cable TV, but you can't do crap with it. So like all these like recorded movies that I have, it's like bless. Yeah bless having like an actual cable that you pay for
1: so um i went out i actually did a little outing the other day for the first time in a while like i've been out in my yard or whatever but like i haven't really like gone places in a car so i just went with my mom and she went and like bought some more masks so that was my excitement
0: (laughs) see i've been taking walks with my dog like for my sanity i need it i take walks with my dog i go off-roading skateboarding and i work out so like this week i'm going up to harrisonburg and i'm going off-roading exclusively so that's gonna nice. be awesome nice keeping myself in check
1: i know like it's supposed
0: to be cut some bad weather this week but i know hopefully it, be good. it's supposed to come up yeah
1: um also i just want to hit on this really quick because it's, it's it's a hot take and i'm probably gonna get a bunch of hate for it but i don't care so i hate the video game fortnite and right, we're, not, gonna
0: get, we're both gonna get hate things i think
1: fortnite sucks too it's stupid and i hate it and i wish it was never created <laughs>
0: fortnite is so soft. It's, like, for, like, 12-year-olds. Yes. And then, like, a bunch of college players start, like, college people start playing. And I'm, like, what the heck's going on? Like, this game literally looks like it's for, like, it's literally built for a five-year-old. That's what it looks like it's it's built for. It's so
1: annoying. And, like, literally, like, all of my friends, like, play it. And it's, and, like, they won't get other games that, like, because I I don't even want to, like, play anything. But, like, you know, what are you going to do, like, to, I want to interact with my friends. So, you got to do something kind of like that.
0: You jumped on the wave.
1: And everybody is playing this game again and it's just driving me insane i i'm not good i'm gonna put that out there i'm not very good but that's not the point i just hate it like call of duty that's what i was like raised on some call of duty i don't care which one it is but like fortnite just get building walls out of thin air
0: freshman year year, my roommate um he cordell i love that guy Uh, he's so fun but um he downloaded so i brought my ps4 up so he could leave his at home uh, for freshman year and then I brought up a TV and everything so he would play Fortnite on my PS4 and I hated it so much but like every break we had I would go home and, I, and it was on my PS4 so I was like you know what let me just like play it right now, just to see what it's like and it would be like I just, I just couldn't find the love in it like it's not it it's just not it people who play Fortnite are certified nerds like I have a lot of friends <laughs> <laughs> that play and I know a lot of YouTubers and influencers that I like who play but I'm sorry but you guys are nerds i love you all but you're damn nerds <laughs> i got I, th- literally this is specifically targeting like a couple of my friends right now and they're gonna know <laughs> it and they hear
1: it <laughs> <laughs> um, all right let's move on uh, we gotta wrap up here We're run a little long but you know it's it's our 10th it's news <laughs> it's, it's it's a 10th episode you know like
0: cue the mariachi band <laughs> All
1: right. New Travis Scott came out Thursday. And
0: I listened
1: to it. It's called um, The Scots is what it's called. It's a single. Mm. And um, I think it's pretty good.
0: Travis Scott's a legend. Look, mom, I can fly. That, that documentary is great, too. I freaking love that of Travis Scott. I've never seen it. Oh, you got to watch it. It's on Netflix. Go Really? Ahead. Okay. Yeah. What is it called again? It's a Look Mom, I Can Fly. Okay. By Travis Scott. So good. I loved it.
1: Um, and then this is kind of cool. Br- Brad Paisley. I like a lot of his music. He just released a single and it's kind of um, about the coronavirus. Not kind of. It is about the coronavirus. It's called There's No Eye in Beer.
0: All to me it's all so clear. All-
1: and ba- it basically, it's like, just saying like everybody's together and stuff like you don't have to like drink alone okay, or something well, I, like
0: oh i knew it had to be without other people because he doesn't sing a song where he's not talking about another person and being sad about it so i mean <laughs> you can miss me with all the brad Paley stuff. i like it I, I do like his music but i'm gonna say he like i don't need that right now who's in the mood to listen to a bunch of crying over women in this quarantine like literally no,
1: I, i'm gonna i'm gonna make a playlist. About. i'm gonna send you some songs he's got some stuff that's not like that i'll send <laughs> okay it to you. okay we'll see <laughs> uh i recommend it but um one more little music news thing is um you know everybody knows new jersey's been hit hard with all the coronavirus yeah. stuff um and the new york area and so there i don't know if it had a name or not but a couple days ago there was like a relief type thing that was going on in new jersey and it was mostly people from new jersey that are in the music world um for example bruce springsteen bon jovi some other people they all performed from their houses yeah and i don't even know if we could get it here in virginia i think it's only kind of for their area my, my girlfriend julia watched it um, they, just were, they just played some songs for the people there just trying to like uplift them and I think it was maybe to raise some money but um, that was pretty cool that they did that
0: yeah alright let's top it off some three songs of the week baby <laughs>
1: My first one, new Kenny Chesney, uh, just came gotta out. love
0: Kenny Chesney. I like one of my favorite artists, classic man. I'm yeah. pretty sure he was like one of the first concerts I ever saw in my life. Freaking love him.
1: Yeah, big Kenny fan. Yeah, um, and it's called "Guys Named Captain." It's pretty good. It's a little slower song, but it's pretty good. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, my second song is "Bonfire" by Childish Gambino. And this, this is an old song, but it's on my workout playlist and I've been, um, working out more lately and actually like, it's like some songs, I don't listen to the, like some of the lyrics that much, especially like when I'm in situations like that, but literally like I was listening to it yesterday and I was like, man, that was a good line. Like, <laughs> like I was like, I was like on the stationary bike and I'm like, did he just say that? Like, that was a good line. I've never heard that before, but, uh, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So just recommend, I'm sure everybody's heard it, but whatever. Um, and then the third song, I like to have a theme, you know, it's bombs, which is an acronym back on my BS and it's by, it's by fabulous. And the reason why I put that song in here is because, um, the, the intro to that song is, uh, the bulls walkout music from the yeah. 90s bulls. and you it's and it's your themes. Song. Yeah. I like, to stay, I like, to I stay like that movie. one. I like that one. Yeah. So that's a good song and it, and it ties into the <laughs> last dance documentary. So yeah. that's my three.
0: Okay, all right. Number one, La devote La Devotee. Panic at the Disco, baby. Can't get the world. At the <laughs> Panic at the Disco. What? Is it? What do you mean at the Woody in the world? Panic at the Disco is a tr- like freaking. classic. No, 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 I don't band. have
1: a problem with that. I like them, but I, it's just the the title was funny.
0: Oh yeah, I don't know. Their title, their song is weird, but like, like that's another La Devotee. And then second one, Party, Party, Party. DJ Charisma, Chris Brown. Okay. Party, Party, Party. pass me Shot to the head, like, yawdy, yawdy, yawdy. DJ Charisma. Number three, don't stop me now. Queen baby. Can't go wrong with anything. Don't queen.
1: stop me now. <laughs> yeah. I like I like some queen.
0: I just leave that awkward pause in right there for you. <laughs> <'cause that's... laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys, ah, gonna ah, do it for episode 10. 10. What a 10. 10. 10. 10. X X (laughs) Alright guys Catch y'all later Peace